0: My name is James Anthony and you are now listening to The Brigade Space, the podcast where I discuss triggering topics and stories while offering a safe space to connect with me personally. This podcast is designed to allow you to have a seat at my table and hopefully and possibly learn something new. So grab a seat and let's get into it. Hey guys um a happy quarantine for those of you who are still actually fully on quarantine um i wanted to come on really quickly and chime about um a topic that i've always kind of wanted to talk about but never really knew the best time to dive right into this um discussion because it's pretty layered um but it's pretty much discussing all of the inequalities that take place in the beauty industry um as we know you know common sense can almost tell you that there could be some biases when it comes to the beauty community as a whole but there's something to be said my famous line of course there's something to be said about the lack of diversity when it comes to representation um and campaigns and um launches in PR even, you know, there's there's ways where we as black people are not being treated fairly or being treated equally as our white counterparts, needless to say. So let's dive right into this, shall we? So how all of this came to be for me when it came to talking about this was that I was on Twitter um, and I follow a guy, a, a young man by the name of Neon, his name on um, Twitter is um, Neon M-U-A. Um, and there was a conversation that was going on with the hashtag color pop me black. I believe is what it was said. I'll have to pull it up for, um, yes, color pop me black, pretty much, um, targeting the brand, the makeup brand color Now I am a fan of ColorPop. I've been wearing color since like 2014. Um, And one thing to know about Colourpop, for those of you who don't know about this brand, is that um, Colourpop is really accessible in terms of the price point. Everything is like below $20, I believe. I've never gone on their site and spent a grip of money. I've always gotten a lot of products. Um, So especially for those who are diving into makeup for the first time or don't really know how to use it, it is a great brand to kind of test the waters with, if you will. You know what I mean? Um, and also, one good thing about ColourPop is that they are known to do launches with um, different celebrities, and they also have different launches with other beauty influencers. Now, where a problem come in, where the problem come in, <laughs> is that um, it is very few and far between that we see melanin represented on ColourPop's um, websites, their ad campaigns, or their launches. It's happened, you know. They can easily come out with the argument that it's happened once or twice, like a lot of like people like to do. But the reality is that most of their collabs, a don't make sense, and b the ones that they do have again are not representative of people darker than medium beige. <laughs> and there's you know there's there's something to be said about that because number one, ColourPop's one of ColourPop's highest consumers are people of color because again statistically aren't to go into you know poverty and all of that but statistically a lot of a lot of those people are easily able to go and get colour pop products because they don't cost a grip. Anyone can get them from the richest to the poorest. So it's interesting that they don't want to tap into that demographic when a lot of their consumers are people of color. And and this is just one instance of how the beauty industry has gone about um, creating inequalities when it comes down to representation and when it comes down to um, going going along with um, launches. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've gone on ColourPop's website and, and no shade to the girls, um, I don't know if they've done guys yet, and no shade to the girls who've been, you know, a part of their collabs and things, but... Again, they don't look anything like me. Well, you know, they probably wouldn't. But they don't look anything like me in terms of skin tone. And so I can just imagine what the younger person, you know, is probably thinking when they go on their website. And truth be told, ColourPop, let's talk about some of the um, pigmentation or lack thereof in in some of the makeup. Like, let's talk. Because I love ColourPop. Again, I've been using it for a while, but they don't necessarily make products For darker skin, like a lot of their eyeshadow palettes are on the matte, matte, chalky side if you don't know how to finesse. Luckily, I've played in makeup since high school, so I know how to finesse a lot of ColourPop stuff. So that's why I, me, myself can still kind of get away with using it. But for darker people, uh, for darker skin tones, excuse me, who don't know how to finesse makeup yet, ColourPop is not going to be able to, you know utilize uh, that demographic at that point and so you know again i wanted to come on here and talk about this because i think it's a great thing that this young man and it's another man by the name of Killer King, color killer king excuse me i'm not good at reciting usernames by the way one thing about me i'm just not so don't kill me but killer king um and and like i said neon and ua have started this um hashtag called color pop me black and pretty much saying, look, we see what you're doing and also what you're not doing. <laughs> and we, we're we taking a stand about it. And, the, and hopefully, hopefully this gets the traction it needs to um, stop these types of inequalities because it has to stop eventually. It has to stop. There's so many people of color on social media that um, are makeup artists of different sorts that can kill the hell out of makeup looks, but will not get those opportunities because, because of the skin, you know? And it's 2020. It's really shocking that companies are still thinking this type of way. Like, it's actually pretty shocking to see, you know? But again, I I, I pray that hopefully there's one day where we see a bit more diversity, I also want to reference that I saw Jackie Ina's video um, regarding the same topic. I mean, she, and if you haven't seen that video, I will reference you to that because she spoke very, um, very well about this same topic as well. And Jackie Ina, even, we can use that as an example um, because, in my opinion, Jackie Ina is the queen of YouTube when it comes to black beauty. She is the queen. If you don't, you know Jackie Ina is in 2020 by this point. Um, and yes, she's had some successes in her career, absolutely, but nowhere near what her white counterparts have been um, been able to do. Like, you know, I never want to compare or discredit or anything like that, but a lot of creators, a lot of content creators have not done as much as Jackie has done in for and in the beauty community, but have gotten well further in terms of exposure and, and higher opportunities than she is and i want to believe based on everything on the table that it has something to do with the color of her skin jackie ida is a beautiful chocolate girl you know in a lot of ways people will consider her the exception to the norm when it comes to the beauty community but at the end of the day she, most of her videos advocate for us black people and most of her videos are targeted to give us the truth and the reality of different products before we the people go and buy them they might not even be for us. And thank, thank God for Jackie and people like um, Nima Tang and, and Alyssa Ashley and Monica Style Muse. Dominican, beautiful Dominican girl. T- t- tons of talent. But, you know, I haven't seen much in terms of opportunities for hire. And, and let's talk before I get off of here. Let's talk about all the black, gay, LGBT um, makeup artists. God, I can go on and on and start naming them, but there's so many, there's so much talent on YouTube and so much talent on Instagram and and it's all melanated and and it seems like, again, a lot of companies don't want to tap into that demographic. Rihanna should have slapped you guys all in the face a few years ago when she came out with Fenty. When she gave everybody, everybody has a foundation color. That had never been done just a few years ago. That had never been done before on that level. You know, and so a lot of brands should have wakened the hell up. When she did what she did. Because Fenty is still probably one of the most sold out lines that Sephora has in its store. There's always products sold out. I hate it when I go to Sephora. And most a lot of their Fenty is sold out. But you know. They're consumers. And you can tell the shades that are always sold out are of the darker complexions. Because A. They probably didn't send that many to the store to begin with. Let's be real. But number two. Those are the girls and boys that want the makeup. Why other brands have not tapped into that. I don't know. But. You know, again, I'll be going get circles if I got back into it. So I really wanted to quickly get on here and talk to you about this great initiative. And please send this hashtag around. Tell everybody named Mama to do the same thing because we want change. I'm also, I'm a boy who loves to dabble in makeup and play in makeup myself. So I'm definitely taking this somewhat personally. And I'm going to tell also my friends and family to send around this hashtag. And let's get some people that look like us in campaigns, okay? Um, until next time, thank you for listening to the Brigade Space. Otherwise, um, excuse me, formerly known as the Kitchen Table Talk. I had to change the name and tweak some things, you know, and had to make sure my bag was secured. But, you know, here we are. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.